0: This is UCAP Daily 361 Hotel, and uh, it's Saturday evening here at AirVenture 2014. Uh, Jeb and I, have uh, we're, we're out here now back at where we started this week. We're at the uh, One Week Wonder Tent, and... Uh, uh, there's actually an airplane here now. It's, it's, it's uh, starting it's, to look like an airplane. It's pretty cool. And joining us here uh, on today's daily is uh, a great friend of the podcast, a longtime friend of the podcast. One is, of the uh, first friends of the podcast. Yeah, Charlie Becker uh, is and uh, still a friend. <laughs> uh, is, uh, so, well, we're not finished with this episode yet. <laughs> Charlie's a director at EAA and he runs the uh, home built program there. And you're sort of the, you know, the uh, moving force behind this one week render program, is that correct? I have only myself to blame yeah, at this right, point. Yeah. I saw you. I saw you bringing coffee back. From <laughs> That's the crew right. Just a little
1: earlier. So I, iced coffee.
0: <laughs> yeah, yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Well,
2: it's about that time. We've really haven't had to work too late uh,
0: so far, but tonight's going to be the late night. Yeah. So, um, a couple of quick questions about the program. So, uh, um, first of all, tell us. Give us a status program on the build. How's it going?
2: Oh, it's going great. Uh, you know, we got a, one day and about 13 hours left to get this thing done. And actually, that's a little bit of a... we got about a day because we really... Well, a little short of a day because we really wanted to taxi prior to the Thunderbirds flying tomorrow. That's our ultimate goal, which is a little bit less than the seven days that we said that we had to build it. Um, we're going okay. We're close. We're a little behind, which is why we're going to pull a little bit of a late night tonight to make sure that we don't leave ourselves too much to try to knock out tomorrow. Still have the FAA paperwork to do. Um, done some preliminaries there, but the final inspection has to take place. You've got to do a weight and balance, fuel flow check. Still, uh, quite a bit still, still on the flow checklist. Flow
0: yeah. <laughs> um, for folks who are listening and haven't haven't taken advantage of the webcams, just describe for people what what the status of the build here is. What are we seeing out here in front of us?
2: Well, you're an you're really seeing an airplane right now. I mean. You know, at one point in time, we did have the wings on. They're back on the work tables right now because of two reasons. One, uh, they've been fitted up, but we also have to pull it out of the building to put the wings on for the final time. So we've test-fitted them, and so we feel pretty good about that. Uh, but we're going to have to take the, the barriers down and roll it outside and put the wings back on for good later tonight or at worst in the morning. All right. So we're seeing, uh, appears Pierce be the a... But comp- the fuselage is done. It's yep. on the gear. The engine's hung. Uh, we've, we actually made our radio call yesterday, if, if my memory serves. They're all blurring together at this point. Yeah. but uh, So we called the tower, tested the radio, everything was good, all the panel fired up.
0: So we're getting real close. Yeah, really. uh, you sort of alluded to this a second ago. How do you feel about the memory re- reaction to this whole program? Oh, man, it, it has
2: been overwhelming. I mean, I knew it would be popular, but I... Popular is not a strong enough word for it. I mean, we, we've we been slammed. In fact, I looked up when the Thunderbirds were flying, and for the first time in, in the week, I actually saw an area where there was nobody standing watching, you know. Uh, and, and as you can see now, <laughs> that's filled up again. I mean, we started with a kickoff on a, on monday at 8 a.m and i you know we i knew we'd have a crowd for the kickoff because we announced it and made sure all the media was aware and all that i figured we'd have a few people show up uh but it literally has not let up since eight o'clock monday morning mm-hmm. yeah. um you, you know i drove by here and you'll see people at nine o'clock at night the lights are you know pretty much off except for a couple in the building looking in the tent checking the status so uh, it's just been a huge success. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's certainly terrific to have that member reaction, um, but did it slow you down at all in the build? Well, we kind of designed
2: this build, that, number one, to get as many people to participate as possible. So, you know, it'd be one thing to build this with a core group of people that were pretty, pretty good, you know, uh, but we wanted as many rivets to be pulled by just whoever wandered up. So, yes, that did slow us down because... We got to a point on one day where we you know, had the wing, if it was just us building it, we would have just pounded out the rivets very quickly and boom, they'd be on the wing, or on the fuselage. But we were waiting for the crowd to go through because everybody who got to go through, they got to pull their rivet, we gave them a pin, they got their photo taken, and they got to sign their name next to their rivet. So all that takes time and coordination. But we kind of go, we went into it with a plan and for the most part it worked. So we were
0: kind of expecting the delays. They were kind of built into the system. You've obviously had quite a crew of people working here, uh, and you certainly can't name them, but can you tell me a little bit about them? Where are they all from? What, what's their? How did you find all these people? They're all wearing these great one-week wonder shirts that I think are going to be treasured for years uh, to come. And uh, I, everyone, I think everyone's a little jealous that they don't have a one-week wonder shirt and haven't, they haven't earned one. So uh, where did they all come from? Well, they're literally uh, It's a
2: worldwide crew, just like we... You know experience at Oshkosh it is the Mecca you know everybody wants to come to Oshkosh from all over the world and there's been a number of people because of this project that made a special effort to get here so you know obviously all over the U.S. Uh, that's kind of to be expected but we have Canadians we have uh, a couple from Ghana Africa and you know so some New Zealanders some uh, Australians that are working on it so it's it's truly a, a worldwide effort some of that's because of the Oshkosh factor. Some of it's because uh, Zenith Aircraft really does have an overseas following. Uh, the, the you know the, the plane that we're building is their uh, they're kind of their on aircraft or on airport version, but they have the the STOL version that's really appealing to be flown around the the world where there's not much of a runway system in place. So in Africa they're quite popular, uh, you, you know, out in the bush, that kind of thing. Yeah,
1: yeah Jeff, you have a question? I uh, know. I just uh, was. Thinking with the Thunderbirds uh, last night, tonight, and tomorrow night, you're going to have literally thousands of people who know that small airplanes exist that and know that home building exists, but have never been up close and personal with it before. Yeah. You're going to have thousands of those people walking by here, and uh, kind of sort of just wanted to point that out. And uh, for our listeners, on one level but also just kind of congratulate EAA one more time for the foresight in, in putting this together, putting it show center, uh, and timing everything just perfect.
2: Well, thank you, Jeff. It, you know, it's not a coincidence that this is going on in the main area and not the workshop area. Every year we educate people of, you know, all, all walks of life on how to build aircraft and how to get started. But they kind of got to want to make their way over the workshop area. You know, this, we're kind of inserting ourselves right into the main part of the show that, you know, everybody walks through that main gate is seeing this in action. And uh, that's exactly what we wanted to have happen. Because we want people that were already thinking about it to know how easy it is, and we want people that had never given a, a single thought in their life that this was
1: an opportunity for them. What's, what's going to happen to the airplane once its hours are flown off, once it's painted, um, once it's fully capable of, of fulfilling all its duties. What then?
2: Well, we're going to tour the aircraft for at least the next year, culminating a year from now here at Oshkosh. It'll be flying. Uh, we're, we're hoping to take it to the AOPA 75th at celebration out in Frederick. Might not be painted at that point in time. Uh, Sebring, Sun and Fun, and, of course, back here in Oshkosh. Uh, I kind of envision that it might be, Stay in that role. We really, I. When we did this, we didn't know for sure where it would end up. We have a number of things we could fly to Pioneer, flying Young Eagles. Uh, we have an employee flying club that it would be a nice fit with. Uh, but I'm kind of leaning towards a promotional vehicle for EAA and home building might be the best role for it. What's What's the end number going to be? It's one four zero whiskey whiskey. So fourteen for the year. And zero WW for one week wonder. Yeah,
0: that's great. great. I know you've been busy getting coffee for the crew here all week long, (laughs) but if you had a chance to see any of the show, anything you liked this year, that. uh... Well, Well, you just had coffee all week long, didn't you? Yeah.
2: uh, Well, actually, this is the only day I've had to resort to coffee to keep us going. (laughs) Really, we've been feeding off the energy of the crowd all week, uh, but tonight's our first late night, and. I tell you, there's. I'd rather not be drinking coffee right now. I've got another another beverage in mind, but that's going to have it. to
0: wait. I hear that. Um, but did you get a chance to see any of the show?
2: I saw the least amount of the show this year than I have ever in my 21 years of both coming as a, a spectator or working at well, working at EAA.
1: I feel for you because I've had the same kind of year. Yeah.
2: Well, that makes my fun. I, I am happy though, because we made some tremendous improvements in the workshop area and in the built area in general. We made a pretty significant investment, so I have seen that up close because I, I was part of the planning process and you know helped shepherd those changes through. And so we're thrilled with that. Uh, normally, that change alone for me would have been enough to keep me more than busy all week. And then the, late, the one week wonder on top of that has really thrown me for a
0: loop. Well, hearing how busy you've been all week long makes my final question to you even more inappropriate, and that is: you going to do it again next year?
1: Yeah. You know, what are you going to do to top this?
2: (laughs) Great question. It's one of those things that, uh, going into the week, we really hadn't given it any thought. Um, You know, we'll. So the time frame, I cannot answer. I always, I've used the analogy a few times. If you've ever watched the original Rocky movie, at the end when. Apollo Creed and Rocky are in the kind of like hugging each other at the end. They can barely stand up, and Apollo Creed says, Ain't going to be no rematch. (laughs) (laughs) And I can tell you, I'm pretty sure it ain't going to happen next year. Well, that's (laughs) I would love to see us do this on some rotation. Uh, You know, I almost think doing it every year might take some of the shine off of it. Um, You're probably right. uh, I'm not totally opposed to it, so it could happen, but, you know... I think it's cooler when you do it once every couple three years and uh you know it's a huge commitment of time not only for us but the you know zenith aircraft people and a lot of others that have supported us dying on avionics and uh aircraft spruce and rotax and you know do it every year boy that's that's tough you know so but boy i'd sure like to see us do it every couple three years or so
0: at the worst every five years is what i'm thinking sounds good well congratulations to you congratulations to all your crew Congratulations to EAA for a phenomenally successful project and program. It's uh, it's great. It's great. Thanks, guys. Uh, Charlie Becker, the director at, uh, at EAA, and uh, runs the home built program and the uh, head coffee getter here. Tonight. That's right. <laughs> Today, anyways. Usually it's uh, tools, but tonight it's coffee. At one week wonder. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you. Well, we have so many friends in this community, but that's one of the very special that's, ones. That's that's uh, so uh, so, true. so he, true. He's been he he. Came to us really early on in the, in the history of the podcast, and uh, and uh, was very complimentary, and made some suggestions, and opened some doors for us, and uh, and he's just been a tremendous uh, yeah. uh, friend of yeah, ours. He, and uh, he's been a,
1: friend, as I say, one of the first friends uh, of the podcast, and uh, uh, one that we hope uh, will continue to be yeah. for some time to come.
0: And this project is just a tremendous thing for for general aviation and for home building, and. Uh, this will echo for years yeah. to come.
1: We were talking earlier. This is just a masterstroke, a brainstorm of, of uh, significant proportion yeah. to be able to do this and pull it off. And I mean, if they had to, in an hour, they could have this thing taxi.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, well, close, I think, yeah. But but, uh, but they're going to do it right. They're going to finish it up. They're going to have a, oh, yeah. maybe a bit of a long night here. But uh, tomorrow afternoon, if you, you'll you probably hear this. If you hear this when it comes up online, it'll be first thing Sunday morning, and there'll yeah. still be time for you to get here yeah. and watch this thing taxi. He says yeah. before the Thunderbirds. So that'll be in yeah. late afternoon, mid-afternoon.
1: Well, I, I'm on one level, I'm kind of sure that they had had planned to be working on it on Saturday evening at Oshkosh mm-hmm. um, after, during and after the, the uh, night air show. Yeah. Uh, so just because of the, the people who would be walking around and looking and, and getting it in their head that, hey, you know, this is not impossible. Yeah. Some other cool things happened at AirVenture 2014 today. Um,
0: a few things in no particular order. Um, I got a chance to see the Osprey fly. That's always fun yes, for me. I yes. like the Osprey. And uh, of all
1: of all things that I did see earlier this week, I did see the Osprey fly, fly briefly. Yeah. 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 What is it you say about uh, what is it you say about helicopters being a
0: rotating mass of what is
1: it? Rotating mass of metal fatigue surrounding an oil leak in search of an NTSB report. Yeah.
0: Well, Osprey to the max. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, but it's a cool piece of engineering. It's fun to watch it fly and. Mm. Uh, there's actually two here. I was one, I thought I heard this rumor early in the week. Um, they had one that stayed on static display on the uh, Boeing Plaza West Ramp, and then uh, they had one that actually taxied from someplace off in the distance and came down and then took off and did its demo flights in front of the crowd. So I got a chance to see the Osprey fly. Um, as you alluded to a minute ago, tonight is the second night air show of the week, right. and that's going to be kind of fun. Right. Um, I, I think we're actually going to stick around and, and see it, because the one earlier in the week got such rave reviews. It, it
1: really did. People were saying it's some of the best fireworks they've seen. Apparently, just the pyrotechnics are very good. So, I'm done. At least as far as my my, uh, professional and and, uh, um, show responsibilities are concerned. So, yeah, I might do that, and I might actually sleep late.
0: Tomorrow. Yeah, I know. Not too late, because we were doing that thing at 10 o'clock. But, it's uh, such a party poop I something. know, anyways. Um, Thunderbirds flew again today, uh-huh, uh-huh. and uh, um, the, the interesting part of that story is the size of the crowds. The crowds, and I know you didn't get a chance to get out, but I did, and the crowds were pretty astoundingly dense. Well, well, and, I, yeah.
1: I didn't get a chance to get to show center crowds, but I did have to run back to the hotel during their performance this evening, and I was astounded by the number of people congregated outside the site, outside the grounds of the show um, literally parking in the grass behind the Super 8, Mm -hmm. filling up that area with, with just transient cars that's I've never seen that.
0: Yeah, that's that's. I'm not surprised at that. When I was watching the Osprey, I was down at Show Center, and as you might expect, it was pretty densely packed down there. It's a little deceptive because they've pulled the front edge of the crowd line back, so it's hard to judge and compare with past years. But take my word for it. There's a lot of people here. The thing that was telling is that uh, Mariano, one of the newspaper staff guys, was telling me that the crowd was that thick and dense all the way down to ultralight. All right. So, and that's a long way. That's that's that's, that's like the better part of a mile. Exactly. So um there was a big crowd here today still is they're all uh, anticipating the uh, night air show and uh, and the remaining activities that are going on here so that's kind of cool uh what else i had one more oh and first thing this morning i went to one of my favorite uh, activities at these kinds of shows and that was the uh, dawn balloon launch um and uh, as always that's just a really scenic and and, and fun thing and uh, it's hard to do but i like getting up at dawn at early like that and being out here on the grounds it's just a very very pleasant place at that hour and uh, yeah, you're just looking at me like, what? Are you, what planet are you from, right? Yeah. So no, I like it. It was good, and, and we had uh, nothing like the number of balloons that, that they have down at that other air show down the road in Florida. Are,
1: not not like that, no. Uh, um, but still, uh, but they had they uh, had
0: respectable, i yeah, sure. They had seven different balloons there, all right, um, and they pretty much filled up the ultralight runway area, which is where they were all all inflating. Sadly, they did not get to go fly. Too windy? Or uh, no, not no. Um, wasn't bad. wasn't It was almost not windy enough, but that wasn't the problem. The problem was the wind, as it existed this morning, would have taken them across runway 1836, and that's against the rules. So um, they knew they weren't going to be able to fly, but they wanted to inflate the uh, the balloons anyways just for, to give everybody the sight of it all. At so. what
1: time of day was this? Uh,
0: it was at 6 a.m. to roughly 7 a.m.,
1: okay. you know. Um,
0: so uh, a bunch of us were down there. There was a little bit of a crowd down there checking out the, uh, the uh, balloon inflation, not the launch today. Sure. So... Uh, So I think that's it. uh, It's yet another great day. The weather was perfect today. We didn't get any. Not yet. Knock on wood. No thunderstorms. Not not a a
1: drop of rain today. That was pretty much forecast, but uh, there is some rain in the forecast for tomorrow. So we'll see what happens. Uh, If you like today's weather, you may or may not get it tomorrow. Uh, We will be, uh, again, for people who hear this first thing, uh, we will be
0: doing a full-blown episode tomorrow morning from the flight line uh, out on the announcer stand as we have uh, for years now, or from the flight line for years now. And uh, we'll, uh, um, if you hear this in time, uh, that episode will be streamed live on EA radio. So if you're uh, in the right place at the right time, you can go to a live eight, well, I'm not sure how to, you go to dot, dot, uh, org and find your way to the EAA radio uh, site and you can listen on the internet. Um, and of course, we'll put it in our, our, uh, our uh, show notes. In our show notes, but also in our, uh, our feed. The, you'll get the podcast the usual way as well.
1: So. Next to the last day, one big day. One more day. Big finish. It it will be a big day, and there's still a bunch of airplanes, uh, transient types. uh,
0: All right, so it's a, it's an object lesson in how long the week and tiring and just kind of the week has been because as we were recording the tail end of that uh, daily, the uh, the, the uh, data card on my digital recorder got full and it just stopped, and so uh, it's now about an hour later uh, than we Ar- archive early, archive often. That's right, uh, but but it's actually serendipitous because we can tell you something that happened very cool uh, as we were recording the tail end of the of that daily. Um, Charlie Becker came back over to us uh, and. And, and waved us into the construction area and uh, invited us to help a little bit with some final stages of the build. Not final stages, but latter stages of the build. And uh, we, we were
1: basically trying to manage the um, visitors who wanted to pull a rivet and uh, have their picture taken, sign the logbook, and uh, get, get their pin. Um, Yeah, for being one of the first few to to pull rivets on. So we
0: were frantically trying to take pictures and
1: marshal people around the space.
0: And uh, it's just, uh, can you imagine how what that was like on Monday morning? Oh, I cannot. They they had just an endless line of people. I cannot. I think I I
1: would rather have had my job.
0: Yeah, (laughs) and that's, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you how serious that comment is. Uh, So, uh, um, Henny
1: also, we, we, we were also there when they pulled it out of the tent when they
0: pulled it out but and that was pretty cool but let me back up a step and say that the other thing that very 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 kind thing that, that Charlie did was give us an opportunity to pull a ribbon on behalf of Dave Higdon and his wife Annie and so we did that and took some pictures and sent them back to to Dave and Annie back in in Wichita and so uh, we 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 truly truly thank Charlie for that opportunity that was very sweet um Sunsetting, it's kind of beautiful I just took a picture of the sunset I, I over here that, yeah. and uh, yeah. um, it's just another beautiful evening in Wichita and uh, we really are recording and saving the audio on the digital card this time so we can finally <laughs> wrap this up um, and uh, unless you what, have anything else you want to say here what a concept we're gonna we're gonna go and find something to eat and then go watch the uh, night air show and uh, call it a day uh, we'll be back again in the morning for our uh, full show and tomorrow night for another daily uh, but for now let me say that you have you cap daily episode. 361 hotel
1: and 362. We'll talk to you tomorrow.